0: Welcome to the Doctors Changing Medicine Podcast, where we feature physicians who are redefining the practice of medicine and changing the experience we have as doctors in medicine. We all know the system is broken, but we've decided not to complain about it anymore. We're out to fix it. I'm Dr. Una, your host. I'm a pediatrician and serial entrepreneur, but my passion is helping physicians create the freedom to live life and practice medicine on their terms. This is not just a podcast, it's a movement, a movement of change, and I invite you to be a part of it. Let's jump right in.
1: Well, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Doctors Changing Medicine podcast. Now, if you've listened to me for any length of time, you know that I'm a big believer in doctors owning their voices. Taking over the internet and cyberspace and all of that stuff um, because we have a lot of expertise and experience and we have a heart to help people, right? And but I also know that a lot of doctors are not comfortable showing up. And when they decide to show up, the next thing that I hear a lot is, what if I run out of content? Where would I find content from? I don't think I have that much to say, and things like that. And so I did a training on the top secrets for creating binge worthy content. Okay. And it is so simple when you're done listening to this, you're like, Oh my goodness, Dr. Una, I am a content creating machine. I just didn't know. Okay. So we're going to listen in on this training, I'm bringing it to you it was very well-received, five stars all the way. And you are going to go from, I think I'm going to run out of content to, oh my goodness, there is content everywhere. And not only would you find the content, but you'll be able to present it in a way that it becomes binge-worthy. Okay. So it's simple, maybe not easy, but it is simple. So let's get into the training. Now, today we're going to be looking at, you know, how to create that binge-worthy content. How are we going to make our videos, like our employees, right? They're working. They work when we post them. We work. They work when we're asleep, and they're they they're working to grow our know, like and trust factor. They're working to answer questions so people have already made up their minds to work with us. How do we create that kind of content? Okay. All right. Can can I can I share a win? Is anybody like Dr. Una? We will give you two minutes to share a win, but it goes towards what we're going to talk about today, because. Like uh, an hour ago, uh, the EntreMD podcast surpassed 300,000 downloads, if you can imagine that. Isn't that so crazy? So crazy. 300,000 downloads. Lots of practice with binge-worthy content. Okay, so we're going to talk about that today. Okay. So let's talk about binge worthy content. I want to create videos that people watch. It's kind of like Netflix. They watch, then they want to watch the next one. Then they want to watch the next one. And next week they want to come back and watch more. And two years later, we still want them to be watching. Okay. All right. So how do I do that? I'm going to give you five ways. Okay. Five ways. Number one, number one, let's creating wins for your audience Be your motivation. That is the very first thing. See, this is what makes it easier for you not to say, I don't like the way I look. I don't think I'm made for camera. What if I fumble? And all of that, right? It's not about that. It's about, I am creating this video so that the person listening can have a pain in their life that disappears, confusion that goes away, a fear that is no longer there right? The motivation is not for me to look good. is not for me to make a sale is not for any of those things really is to help them get a win. Okay. Now, how are we going to convert, you know, viewers to clients? Because we are, we, we, we own businesses, right? Like, so businesses serve and earn. We're going to talk about that, but the driver is how can I help this person? For instance, yesterday when I showed up, my intent was by the time the doctors on walk away, they'll walk away not having a fear of being on camera. When they walk away, they'll walk away like I may still feel that fear, but I'm going to record my first video, 10th video, 100th video. I'm going to embrace my fears and get it done. That was my motivation, right? And so that is part of the reason why you would stay to the end. That's a part of the reason why you walk away with that win. That's why you would walk away and say, wait a minute, from that one hour meeting, here I am, I've turned into a video champ. What will happen if I went for a two hour meeting? What if it'll happen if I went for day two, day three, day four, day five? Do you see what I'm saying? Your motivation is not you. Your motivation is the person who is going to be watching your video. Your motivation is creating a win for them. Now, when you go to do your videos, you're not coming from, oh my God, what if I do a bad job? You're not coming from, oh my goodness, my business, I just need to get clients right now. You're not coming from any of that. You're coming from, I'm going to create a win. I'm going to create a win for the person who is listening, right? Because guess what? People are thinking about themselves all the time. Okay, people like people who help them win. People like to win. And so if you help them win, then you guys are not BFFs. Your motivation is never to look good, even though you will work on looking good. Your motivation is never to give a perfect talk on your video, even though you should work on making your talk better and better. Your motivation is not to have your lines perfect, even though you should work on being a better speaker. Your motivation is to give the person who listens wins where they can say, wow, this was an hour well-spent. This was 15 minutes well-spent. This was five minutes well-spent. This five minutes created a change in my life. The motivation is creating a win. So I know I've slapped it and beat it and all of that stuff. But if you get this one thing, people fall in love with you, with your content, with what you do, right? Because what do entrepreneurs do? Entrepreneurs solve problems. That's what we do. We solve problems and we get thank you notes called money that's what entrepreneurs do. What do doctors do? They solve problems. That's why we don't go in preparing a talk to go see a, a patient. We go to listen first, right? We listen. What is the, in their HPI? what is their, what are their complaints, right? Then we ask a few questions, we clarify, then we take that and make a talk, which is our medical decision-making. Based on what you've told me, da di da di da da and we get them wins and they keep coming back. So it's a little shift, but it's a powerful shift. I show up to create content to give people wins. That's what I do. And because of that, people binge on my stuff because they want to keep winning. So that's number one. Number two, have a healthy obsession with your ideal clients. So notice healthy. So the psychiatrist in the house, please, this is not a disorder, (laughs) right? This is just, it's a healthy obsession. What that means is, you know, all there is to know about your client who is that person? What pain do they have? What can life look like on the other side of working with you? Right. What can it look like? Okay. So, so, and we don't need to go into really, really big details, right? So for some of you, some of you are life coaches And your ideal audience clients would be a female physician who's experiencing symptoms of burnout. I'm just totally made that up. Okay. But let's say that's who that is. You don't have to go into all the psychographics and demographics, but at least identify who that person is. Right. And then what is the, what is the pain that that person has? Now, the pain they have, you don't know what it is. You get it from talking to them. So, so hear this. Okay. You get it from talking to them. So yesterday I asked the question. I said, you know, with the fear of showing up on camera, what are your fears? And you guys started listening and fear of, you know, forgetting my lines, fear of running out of content, fear of the tech, right? Fear of the critics, fear of the haters and all of that. That is your pain. And I don't have to come and say the fear people have about showing up on camera is x y z. I don't need to make that up. I just need to go to the comments, copy and paste. That's all the, you told me what it is. I need to be clear on what my person's pain is, right? Same way you understand your patients, You, you know, they come to you, the HPI, they keep giving you, they give you the content, right? So you're aware, this is what their pain is. This is what life can look like on the other side. So someone you've worked with, the testimonials, what does that look like? Because the more you know your person, the more you can go into the conversations they're having in their head and produce content based on that. The best content is content that interrupts a conversation your audience is already having in their minds. I'm going to say that again. The best content is to be people sometimes, I want to give people good information. Nobody wants information. You didn't come here because you want information per se. You're just like, look, I need to figure out this content thing so that when I do it, people can keep coming back the end, right? The conversations they're having in their minds. So the person is thinking, let me use the example from yesterday, man, I really want to do videos, but the problem is, you know, this tech thing is just so confusing. The more I am aware of that, the more I can create content, they're like, oh my goodness, how did you know? It's like you read my mind. Do you see what I'm saying? Someone says, "Oh, my fear is what if the critics come?" And then I can create content around that. So I have to know. Okay? Everybody is tuned into a radio station called WIIFM. What's in it for me? They're thinking of themselves about themselves 99% of the time. In fact, right now, you are all, almost all of you are thinking about yourselves right now. <laughs> right? Almost everybody's thinking about themselves right now. And so you have to go into that conversation. You have to know them. Content is not about you thinking of what to tell people. Content is about you knowing your people and helping them. Okay. So I know I'm throwing a lot at you guys, but are you guys still tracking with me? You're still with me. So you have to know them, who they are, what their pain is, what life can look like on the other side. Okay. So say I was talking to a physician entrepreneur. I'm like, you know, you you started a business because you love to help people. And you're like, oh, my goodness, in this capacity, I can help people. But you didn't realize that you also have to learn all these things that MBAs learn. I mean, come on. You're a physician. You're not an MBA. You're a physician. You're not an entrepreneur. And here you are stuck. You have the building you have the staff you have the overhead and all of that and you know the only way out is we have to then do marketing we have to do selling but that's not professional doctors don't sell we don't do that's like sleazy right and i come and i say Well, I can show you how to do that in a professional way. I can show you how to leverage all the things that you built up as a doctor and bring it into the world of entrepreneurship that because you have the work ethic, you have the connections, you have the ability to learn. So they may have told you that you're not going to be a good entrepreneur, but you have everything it takes to be a good entrepreneur. And let me tell you what that can look like on the other side of embracing all this, all this fear and doing all these things. You could get to that place where your business does become profitable, where you do have savings in the bank, where you do have a team so you can take time off. You can finally go take a, take a month off, take a month off, go to Greece, to really have a good vacation. But do you see, that's all their stuff. So someone is asking, how do you find out the pain points? You don't, it's, it's without assuming the pain points, you don't assume them, okay? So th- you can pull that in conversation with them if you listen to them talk in Facebook groups, it, the information is all there. If you he, listen to their complaints, if you're a coach, you can, literally, you can literally schedule calls to get on the phone with people and talk to them. If you're a newer coach, because you can pull all that information, your clients give you all your copy. It doesn't come from you. It's not from you. <laughs> it's from your ideal clients. It's not from you at all. So I'm a, I'm, I just pulled up the On Trendy podcast. I want to show you guys something, right? I'm going to pull up episodes. The number one way to decrease payroll costs in your business, Right. Common problem, doctors complain about, not doctors, entrepreneurs in general, is the biggest expense, right? They complain about that all the time. So I create an episode. I didn't come up with that. They did. Um, a lot of people are like, man, I'm having so, so much, you know, mind drama and all of these things. And I have an episode, How to Declutter Your Mind. Um, I'm so afraid of going to sell because really when I get rejected, when people unsubscribe, all of those things, it really hurts me. Five ways to overcome the fear of rejection. It's all that your content comes from your clients. From your patients. That's where it comes from, right? It comes from you. So if you can understand that and start studying your ideal clients, right? Then you become a master at creating content that will make them send you emails like, oh my goodness, you were talking to me. Oh <laughs> goodness i needed to hear that today it will happen with your with your videos it will happen with your social media It will happen with everything become a student of your client become a student of your audience listen to their problems every question every oh i'm having a problem with this i'm having a challenge with this oh i need to vent all of that they're giving you wonderful content so you want to start studying them okay you want to start studying them okay number three number three this is a fun one it's very simple but it's a lot of fun turn their questions into your topics. Turn their questions into your topics. Okay, so if you're writing, that's a writer downer. Turn their questions into your topics. Okay, so for instance, this workshop, I did not make it up, okay? I am so afraid, that is why I don't do video. How do I overcome the fear, day one? How to overcome your fear of showing up on camera. You gave me the content. I didn't come up with it. So that's the question. Flipped it, made it a topic, boom. Because they are Googling their questions. They want to know. <laughs> Do you see what They want to know what the answers are. They're Googling this stuff. So you be the answer. So people are like, well, I don't want to create content and nobody looks at it. Then what's the point? I flip that to three ways to triple your views.
0: And now for a quick word from our sponsor. This episode of the Doctors Changing Medicine podcast is sponsored by the EntreMD Business School. We didn't get any business education during our medical training, and this school fixes that. It is the only school of its kind that helps physicians become thriving entrepreneurs who make money, have impact, and have time for the things that matter. You will get the coaching, accountability, and community you need to be successful. To find out more and to save your spot, go to entreemdbusinessschool.com. And now for the rest of the episode. Do you
1: see that? I'm going to run out of content. My content is going to be, what if my, what if my content is so boring that nobody wants to watch it? You flip it. Five Secrets to Creating Binge-Worthy Content. So this workshop, I owe you guys because you created it. I literally took all the questions people had asked me about video and I flipped it. That's it. Because sometimes we're like, no, we want to use something that's cute. We want to use a cute title. We want to do some cute concepts. We want to do some complicated concept. We want to give them some really deep information. Nobody cares. I cannot tell you how nobody cares. Okay. They're thinking about their problems all the time. They're Googling the answers all the time. They're asking these questions in Facebook groups all the time. So guess what happens when they see their question as a topic, they're clicking on it because that's what they've been looking for. Right? So don't try to come up with stuff and don't do it. Just take the question, flip it. If you're here and you, you, you run a private practice, for instance, or you are in private practice and you're trying to build a brand, think about it. You see 30 patients, guess what they come with? Questions. So it's just, a, it's just a flip in our mind. Just learn to flip the question, make it a topic. That is exactly what they're looking for. Don't make it cute. Don't make it fancy. Don't make it philosophical. Don't make it like doctory. Just take their question, flip it. Because what it does is it interrupts. It's like, wait, I want to know that. Wait, I was just thinking about that. Wait, I literally just posted that in a Facebook group. How did he know? How did she know? That's how you do that. Take questions, flip them. Okay. And the thing is this, it is a muscle. Once you start building it, you'll see content everywhere. <laughs> like, you know, ooh, content, ooh, content. Ooh. That's, that's what you'll be doing. It's so amazing. When I was seeing patients five days a week, what I would do is I had a note on my phone. And sometimes I'll come out of. oh, that was a good question. And I just flip it, make it, a, make it a topic, boom, it's there. So I had a running note. And so when it was time to produce videos, I just take something from there. We don't know what our people want. They know what they want, right? So f- learn to turn their questions. So when someone asks you a question, go like, hmm, is that a video? Is that a Facebook Live? Is that a masterclass? Blogs, podcasts, is the same concept. When you're creating content, you want people to keep coming to, You go into their world, you don't try to bring them into your world. You go to their world and solve their problems and then lean in, right? So there you go. So when you're in Facebook groups, you go like FBI, like now you're an investigator. You're like, what are my people asking? Where are they tripping up? What is holding them back? Like all of that stuff, they are telling you. Just flip it. Okay, did we get that? Because if you get that concept, Number one, you will never run out of question, out of content. Why? Because people never run out of questions. You will always have content. And it's not just content to produce content, but you'll be solving problems. People will be getting wins from your, your content. You'll be answering questions that they've been walking around with for so long. You'll be the best thing since sliced bread. They'll be referring other people to you like, oh, you need to, you, you're a parent. Oh, you need to follow her, right? You need to do this. And, and that's what people will do. Answer questions. Don't make it complicated. Answer questions. Okay. I think I beat that up, so I'm gonna leave that alone. Number four. Number four is practice disciplined speaking. I'm gonna sit on this one for a little bit. Okay? The people at the entrepreneur business school will tell you that I say this. Never, never wing your never wing your speaking. Like I'm just gonna get up there and just talk. No. Don't do that. Some of you may say, but I did that yesterday. That's okay. That was your first, bi- your first video. Remember, progress over perfection, right? But we don't wing our talks. Think about it. If somebody were to watch you examining a patient, right? Not examining a patient, like seeing a patient. In their minds, they think what you're doing is random. They don't know that you're like HPI, review of systems, past medical social family history, physical exam diagnosis, differential diagnosis, then uh, medical decision-making. They don't know you're going through a sequence. They think you're winging it. They think you're just doing your thing, but you're practicing disciplined medicine. You're following a sequence. You're following a formula. Do you see what I'm saying? And so in the same way, when it comes to speaking, you want to start practicing. Now, of course we can do a whole four day workshop on a speaking formula, but I want you to think about it. I want to give you a very simple version. Okay. Simple version is you can start off with a story or you can start off with a statistic or you can, you know, I could start off with, did you know that 80% of businesses will go out of business in the first five years? but right. Like I couldn't start with this that make people go like, wait, what? And so they're listening. I can start with a story or whatever, just whatever to get people to engage. And it could be as simple as I was driving down the thing and my son said something funny, blah, blah, blah. And then you go into it. So this is not something long. This is something that's less than a minute. Okay. Okay. So you want to do something to engage the people and then you teach, and then you give a call to action And then you paint a picture of what life could look like on the other side if they did what you told them to do. For instance, let's use yesterday because it was a complete thing. Okay, so that may have looked random. That may look like I was winging it. That may look like, oh, Dr. Una is a good speaker. There is a formula. Okay. So you see that we did the engagement in the, in the beginning, welcomed you guys set the stage. Makita did her thing. That was engagement. Right. And then after that, we started teaching. This is how you overcome that fear. We gave you six things. And after that, I said, okay, we're going to own it. You're going to dare your fears and you're going to go do a video. That's the call to action. And I said, oh my goodness, after this, You could be that person, you're rocking videos, your brand is growing, um, you're bringing a lot of revenue to your business, all of that. I followed a formula. Do you see what I mean? Now you might go like, that sounds like a lot. But remember, your soap notes used to be a lot. How many of you remember when your soap notes were a lot? (laughs) Where you're like, oh my goodness, oh, did did I get the review system? Did I get this? Did I get it? It was a lot. Now you don't even think you're like soap notes. I haven't thought about that in years, but I do it, right? And so it's something that you're going to practice and you're gonna become really good at, but you wanna start practicing from the beginning. So some engagement, right? Some engagement, then you teach, then give people a call to action because that's where the rubber meets the road, that's where they make decisions, that's where they create wins and all of that. Then paint a picture. If you did what I told you, this is what life can look like. So engagement, teaching, call to action, imagine if engagement, teaching, call to action, imagine if, okay. And we'll, we'll give you Makita, we'll work on some podcast episodes where I talk a little bit more about how to prepare for a talk and all of that. Okay. So, so think about that. And then you just start practicing, practicing, right. And the more you do it, the more second nature it will become. Even if someone were to ask you, say, "Hey, you know how speaker just called? You know, I was supposed to do a Facebook Live, and the person went away. Can you come cover?" You're like, "Boom! Of course I can. You already have the formula. You're always using the formula. You've built that muscle so much, so you can just do it." But the point is, your disciplined speaking is what will give your people results. Your disciplined speaking is what will give people results. So you start practicing it from day one. So don't say, I'm just gonna yappity, yap yap yapp. Don't do that, okay? And you also, when you have time to prepare, you also wanna think. Again, remember number one, the motivation is creating wins. So this thing, this outline that I have, is it going to give them the win? Is there anything confusing? Is there something I can make simpler, right? Like when you have time to prepare, so maybe not for a reel or something like that, but if you're going to do a Facebook Live or you're going to do a masterclass or you're going to do a YouTube video, you start thinking in those terms. Is it clear? Is there anything confusing? Is there something I can make simpler? Is there something I can edit? Is there something somewhere where they'll get stuck? Is there an objection that'll make them not hear what I have to say? You know why I started with fear on day one? Because if I didn't get rid of that, I can talk till I'm blue in the face for all the other days. I recognize that as an objection, Mike. why don't we come here and we fix all of that? And then we'll talk about the other things. Okay. All right. So I know on this one, I threw a lot at you, but remember, this is something you're going to practice and practice and practice. I'm still practicing. The best speakers are still practicing. Right. And so I know I threw a lot of you at you, but did you get that? I'm I'm gonna be disciplined. I'm gonna put some thought to it. I'm gonna maybe put an outline. And it doesn't mean you have to read from an outline or read your talk, right? Heaven forbid you don't want to read your talk, right? But okay. So a lot of times for real, you're taking your one teaching point, and the best reels you're putting a call to action. That's that's it, right? But when I did my speaker training though, you will be trying to do a 60 second talk, com- complete like complete talk, call to action, everything. <laughs> <laughs> but it comes with practice It's practice, practice. Now this is the deal. I would rather you ramble and did videos that you didn't do videos. Right. And so what that means is don't let the rambling stop you do the video and ramble, but with each one, get better with each one, work on getting better. That that's all. Okay. So remember we here, we're embracing progress over perfection. We don't want anything to stop us. Okay. Anything. So practice, practice. But even if you're like, I didn't get all the four parts in, it doesn't matter. You you did it. Then do more. Then practice. Then it becomes second nature. Then practice. Okay. All right. You guys, you guys getting this? All right. Beautiful. Okay. Number five. Can you guys take one more? <laughs> Can you take one more or are you guys like, no, Dr. Una, give us our call to action. Imagine if let's go. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm having way too much fun here. Okay. Number five, number five is be consistent, be consistent, be consistent as much as you can be consistent. Okay. So this is the deal. People respond to how you show up. I didn't know this. I found this out after I started the Entree MD podcast. Now, the first year of the podcast, we had episodes coming out every Monday. And then I started hearing things like, oh, the EntreMD podcast, I reserve that for my commute on Monday morning. So I walk the dog every evening. So Monday evening, that walk is for the Entree MD podcast. So what happened was people started practicing habit stacking with the podcast because they knew every Monday there will be an episode. When I started doing the Legacy Parent Show for my private practice, right? Um, I was doing it on Thursdays at 1:30 p.m. I would have patients with their kids, with their cousins, sitting like Dr. Una is coming on, Legacy Parent is coming on, and they sit and they're watching this stuff. Why? Because it was every Thursday at 1.30. So if you will be consistent, your viewers will be consistent. They will mirror what you do. So I saw all these people building habits, people that is their lunchtime. Their lunchtime, they're sitting to watch a Facebook Live. Why? Because it's the same time every week. So does not mean if, you, if you're not consistent, people won't listen to your stuff? They will, but they're not gonna habit stack. They will, but they're not going to make it part of their routine. Do you see what I'm saying? And so if you will pay the price to be consistent, you will have people who will consistently listen to you. They will build rituals and routines around your content. But the only way to get that is to be consistent. Now, let me tell you the, the deal with consistency. So let's say if you are doing a YouTube channel, It does not mean you need to record consistently, like a consistent time and day and all that. It means you have to have episodes released consistently. Okay. We are about to hit 250 episodes of the EntreeMD podcast. I have not missed an episode, but I've had times where I took a whole month off podcasting. Did not record once, but it's batching, right? Batching, 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 which you might think, it's a lot of work, but let's think about it though. If you did, if you turned questions into topics and you answered four questions, I mean, you answered 25 questions at work every day, right? If you answer four questions, that is four videos. And if you have an episode, if you have a video going out every Monday, that's four Mondays. Do you see what I mean? If you choose to do a Facebook live, stack it with something else right? Like I come, I, you know, I start seeing patients at nine. I have this Facebook Live that's 8.30 or 8.45, right? So I come in, park my car, get my Facebook Live done, and then I go see patients. you is what I'm saying, but there's a way to do it, okay? So if it's something like YouTube, you can batch produce. Batch is amazing. It will save your life, okay? It's It's like the best thing since sliced bread. <laughs> batch and batch and batch, but the reward is you will have this community of people that who, who will be there like, we're ready. We're waiting. It's Monday morning, right? We're right there. But imagine that. You, you don't have just people who randomly come across your content. You have raving fans who are waiting, who show up every week, who tell their friends every week, who share every week. The price you have to pay for that is consistency, okay? And sometimes people will tell me, I have a problem being consistent. To which I'm like, um, there was a day, I looked at how long I'd been on Facebook. I'd been on Facebook since 2007, was it? Something like that. And I was like, think about it, 2007 to 2022. How many years is that? I've consistently been on Facebook. (laughs) I am consistent. Right. I was like, if I could be consistent, I'm making Max Zuckerberg some money Then maybe I should be consistent at building my own business. We do have the ability to be consistent. Okay. And if you're batching, you don't have to be as consistent as I produce an episode every month. You don't have to do that. You have once a month, you sit down, and make your content and then that's it. Okay. Did we get that? Okay. So let me do a recap and we'll, we'll, we'll take it from there. So creating wins for your people, that is your motivation. Okay. That is your motivation. Have a healthy obsession with your ideal clients, which means you learn about them. You study them. You figure out what their pain is. You figure out what life could look like on the other side. The more you know that, the more you'll be able to speak to them in a way that they're like, you know, nobody gets me, but you get me, (laughs) right? You understand what I'm going through right? Okay. Turn questions into topics. Don't overthink it. Don't try to make it cute. Don't try to make it fancy. Just turn it into topics. Okay. They're already Googling it. They're already checking it. They already want to know about it. So you be the answer. Okay. Number four, practice discipline speaking. Don't wing it. And when I say don't wing it, you can create the outline in your mind. You don't necessarily need to pull out a PowerPoint or anything like that, but give it some thought. Organize it in your head, okay? And the more you do it, the the, the easier it will become. If, if you had a patient, I said present the patient, you're not going to say, oh, well, I need to write on my soap note and I have to put, you know, like, you're, you're just going to rattle it off because the formula is here. You're walking around with it, okay? Okay. And then number five, be consistent, be consistent, be consistent. Don't believe the lie that you can't. Of course you can't. Wasn't that amazing? Okay, so I am so glad that you're able to listen and I'm so glad we could bring this to you. What I would really love for you to do is to take this and run with it, okay? The time of waiting, stalling, waiting for perfection, all of that is over. I want you to own your voice. I want you to start putting out content. I want you to start dominating cyberspace, building your brand, growing your brand or your business by leveraging
0: these things, okay? And I cannot wait to see you on the next episode of the Doctors Changing Medicine podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Now, this is too good for you to keep to yourself, so I want you to do three things. Number one, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Number two, share this episode with all the doctors in your life. Number three, share it on social media. Until next time, remember, you are a huge part of a movement changing medicine, one podcast episode at a time.